Chapter seventy four of Revelations of Divine Love read for LibriVox.org by David Barnes. Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich. The sixteenth revelation. Chapter seventy four. There is no dread that fully pleaseth God in us, but reverent dread. For I understand that there be four manner of dreads. One is the dread of an affright that cometh to a man suddenly by frailty. This dread doeth good, for it helpeth to purge man, as doeth bodily sickness or such other pain as is not sin. For all such pains help man if they be patiently taken. The second is dread of pain, whereby man is stirred and wakened from sleep of sin. He is not able for the time to perceive the soft comfort of the Holy Ghost, till he have understanding of this dread of pain, of bodily death, of spiritual enemies. And this dread stirreth us to seek comfort and mercy of God, and thus this dread helpeth us, and enableth us to have contrition by the blissful touching of the Holy Ghost. The third is doubtful dread, doubtful dread, inasmuch as it draweth to despair, God will have it turned in us into love by the knowing of love. That is to say, that the bitterness of doubt be turned into the sweetness of natural love by grace. For it may never please our Lord that his servants doubt in his goodness. The fourth is reverent dread, for there is no dread that fully pleaseth God in us but reverent dread, and that is full soft, for the more it is had, the less it is felt for sweetness of love. Love and dread are brethren, and they are rooted in us by the goodness of our Maker, and they shall never be taken from us without end. We have of nature to love, and we have of grace to love, and we have of nature to dread, and we have of grace to dread. It belongeth to the lordship and to the fatherhood to be dreaded, as it belongeth to the goodness to be loved, and it belongeth to us that are his servants and his children to dread him for lordship and fatherhood, as it belongeth to us to love him for goodness. And though this reverent dread and love be not parted asunder, yet they are not both one, but they are two in property and in working, and neither of them may be had without other. Therefore I am sure, he that loveth, he dreadeth, though that he feel it but little. All dreads other than reverent dread that are proffered to us Though they come under the colour of holiness, yet are not so true, and hereby may they be known asunder. That dread that maketh us hastily to flee from all that is not good, and fall into our Lord's breast, as the child into the mother's bosom, with all our intent and with all our mind, knowing our feebleness and our great need, knowing his everlasting goodness and his blissful love, only seeking to him for salvation, cleaving to him with sure trust, that dread that bringeth us into this working, 
it is natural, gracious, good and true. And all that is contrary to this, either it is wrong or it is mingled with wrong. Then is this the remedy, to know them both and refuse the wrong. For the natural property of dread which we have in this life by the gracious working of the Holy Ghost, the same shall be in heaven afore God, gentle, courteous, and full delectable. And thus we shall in love be homely and near to God, and we shall in dread be gentle and courteous to God, and both alike equal. Desire we of our Lord to dread him reverently, to love him meekly, to trust in him mightily. For when we dread him reverently, and love him meekly, our trust is never in vain. For the more that we trust, and the more mightily, the more we please and worship our Lord that we trust in. And if we fail in this reverent dread and meek love, as God forbid we should, our trust shall soon be misruled for the time. And therefore it needeth us much to pray our Lord of grace that we may have this reverent dread and meek love of his gift in heart and in work, for without this no man may please God. End of chapter 74 This recording is in the public domain.